All right, so this week's topic of Amuna Mondays was comprehending the signs. And it was pretty much like a breakdown of the fact that signs are being given every single day. Like there's signs around the world going on every single day right in front of our eyes. But the problem is like we don't actually see them or like we're not even acknowledging them. So it's not even the fact of acknowledging like, thank God, the ones that do acknowledge, acknowledge it. But now it's comprehending it. And the obvious question right off the bat is like, why comprehending and not understanding? Like, what's the difference? So it's actually a simple Google search. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, I had the question and I genuinely couldn't figure it out. I was like, I don't know. But I like the word comprehending better. And then I looked it up. I just typed in the, on Google, what's the difference between comprehending and understanding? And it actually stated that understanding is more of like an end result at the end of something. You do you understand it. But comprehending is more of like in the process, in the moment, in like it's all about the process of it. Are you getting it? And I was like, oh, that's actually really cool. So I decided to go with comprehending because we're in the moment right now. We're living it like on a day to day basis. If a sign comes up like right is, is right, you have the option of two things or or God's giving you a sign in the moment. You want to comprehend it. So I'm going to just give. Uh, two examples that have to do with actual uh, yeshiva that I actually have to I dealt with uh, Personal ones. I'm gonna try to sum it up pretty quickly just so that this thing doesn't like, drag out long And then another one about um, Amuna Mondays and just again signs and comprehending the signs and acknowledging them so um, For years I was always every single rabbi I ever met When I was younger even like when I got older <coughs> Was always like Matthew you really need to go to yeshiva. You have to go to yeshiva. You have to go to yeshiva and I was not about yeshiva. I'm gonna be honest. Like I've, I've, I've met people, I've met friends, I've, I've seen people go to yeshiva, and it wasn't it wasn't my style. I was just like, nah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And this one rabbi I really respected told me, oh, we'll pay you to go to yeshiva, blah blah blah. It's free. We'll fly you, all this stuff. And I was just like, oh, I'm I'm good, rabbi. I'm good. I'm gonna be honest. I'm good. And then one day, I don't know why, he he he, he asked me again. And this time I said, like I realized two of my best friends really wanted to go to yeshiva, and I was like. I'll go to yeshiva if, them, if, if, if they go with me. Whatever deal you're giving me, you give them. Like, they come with me. And the rabbi's like, okay, let me work on it. And then months went by, months went by, months went by. I had my accident. Uh, and about, like, what, four months after my accident? I'd say four months. Uh, one, of my, one of my best friends actually was in talks and with the rabbi and everything. And he actually got sent out to go to yeshiva. So I was like, wow, you know, like, that was really cool. He was super excited. That went amazing. And then almost a, about eight months later, my second friend, the rabbi got my second friend to go to yeshiva. And here I'm thinking like, oh no, like what the heck? Because I'm in the middle of recovery and I physically, I'm, it's literally not even, I'm not even able to go to yeshiva, but I made this rabbi a deal and I don't want to be that guy that's like going back on his deal, especially with a rabbi that I highly respect. And he was like... Oh, first thing, the day after the, uh, my second friend went to Israel and went on the plane, the rabbi wakes me up to a text message saying, Oh, we got we got blank to Yeshiva, we got blank to Yeshiva, Matthew, when are you going, when are you going? And I told him, I just, like, I felt extremely bad. And I told him, like, hey, I'm going to be honest, blah, 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 blah. I filled him in with, like, where I'm standing health-wise and everything like that. And he understood completely. And it just bothered me, though. It really bothered me, like, why? Why would, why, why, if I, like, I made a deal... And I was really ready to go. I didn't care to go, but I made the deal. So I was going to hold up to it. And it just bothered me. Like, why would the timing work out the way it did? That was so unfortunate, I felt. And lo and behold, I just sat there. All I could do was sit at the time. And I just sat there and I was thinking. I was thinking nonstop. I was like, why, why, why? Why did this happen? Why did this happen? Why did this happen? 
And I came up to the conclusion that the fact is I never wanted to go to yeshiva. I didn't care to go to yeshiva. And when I said, yeah, I'll go, but only if them two go, it was a very selfless act that I did. I was like, I saw them two really wanted to go. And I was like, why is the rabbi going to pay for me to go and blah, 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 and make it like hook me up with the, with the deal to go. But these kids that want to go aren't getting the deal. So I was like, no, I, I want them, like they deserve it. They really wanted to go. So I was like, I made that deal. The, the truth is, yeshiva would have done nothing for me if I don't, if you're not going, yeshiva's pointless if you're not going for the right reasons, you know? If anything, I, I probably could have ended up worse if going for the wrong reasons, you know what I mean? So I looked at it like the goal was never for me to go to yeshiva. The goal was simply just to get them to go to yeshiva, which they did. And at the end of the day, they both enjoyed it. They both came back, Baruch Hashem. But now it left me there feeling like, why would I, like, I just lost two of my best friends in the middle of recovery. It's just like, bro, that, like I kind of played myself making that deal. And I, like, the answer, I answered myself, I answered the question to, with the fact that in order for me to not feel bad about going against my word with the rabbi, Hashem made it so that I was the one that was really affected negatively, if anything, because I just lost two of my best friends in the middle of a, of a re serious recovery. Like, they were my best friends. I would hang out with them. I would talk to them. I would text them. And now they're in a total different country with a total different time zone and everything. So I understood, like, you know what? I, I, I like, coped with the fact that, you know what? I, I actually took an, took an L and I hurt for it. And that's not something that I, I would have intentionally done to myself. So this was just, it like, it made it easier for me to understand it. But it was, it was very obvious. And then from there, this is where the signs come in, is months went by, months went, I think over a year, year and a half or two, almost two years went by. And here I am, I already recovered, I'm at a job. And the rabbi, and I was out of a bringing, and the rabbi was like, oh, take a hachlat to take something on upon yourself. And I was like, okay, I was like, oh, maybe I'll daven. I'll daven every day, blah, blah, blah. Maybe something bigger, something bigger. How about yeshiva? And I was like, you know, I was in the, I don't know, I was in a mood. I was like, all right, yeshiva, I'll go to yeshiva. This rabbi was super excited. This guy was super excited. Again, two respectful people. I, I completely respect them. Utmost respect to them. And they both said, um, they were super excited I committed to going, going to yeshiva. And two weeks later, I get a call from a rabbi that was operating the whole like mashkiach thing. And he calls me up. And I was like, okay, yeah, hey, what's up, rabbi? And he's like, oh, you didn't hear this from me. I was like, I didn't hear anything from you. I'm going to be honest. You didn't tell me anything. He's like, no, so the person at your old job is actually getting ready to leave, and uh, they're gonna need a filler. If you want it, if you want it, it's yours. And again, I mind you, I've been praying for this to get my old job back for an entire year and a half, every single day. That's all I wanted. I was like, you know what? Like, I get it. The whole road bumps throughout the whole accident and everything. I was like, you know what? If if I can get my old job back, I can make. I, I'm telling you, I can bounce back. I can bounce back. I can bounce back. Like that was the way I, I, I made it. So I was just praying for it, praying for it. And out of nowhere, this rabbi calls me. But when does he call me? He calls me two weeks after I commit to going to Israel, to yeshiva. And I'm just there, like, oh man. So I, I called up the one of the two people that I I informed that I was going to yeshiva and told them like, hey, I, I told them I really need an unbiased unbiased one, please. Just, I genuinely don't know what to do. And I just want your opinion. And he went ahead and told me. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I broke it down to him. I explained to him. And he's like, oh, no, go to Yeshiva. It's just a job. And I was like, Rabbi, you don't understand. It's not a job. It's not just a job. It's not the job itself. It's the fact that I was praying for a year and a half. And Hashem answered it. And he didn't just answer it. He answered it right as I commit to going to Yeshiva. And again, this is the second time I'm committing to go to Yeshiva. And Hashem puts these road bumps in front of me. And I was genuinely stuck. And I told the Rabbi. 
that called me about the job, I told him, I'm going to get back to you. He's like, all right, sooner than later. I was like, all right, no problem. And I'm just sitting there. Like, I, I genuinely do not know what, what, I didn't know what to do. And in that meantime, over the weekend, he called me on the Thursday. I said, I'll get, like, the goal was to get back to him on, like, Monday or something. Come over Shabbat. I'm sitting there, and I was really contemplating the whole thing. And <laughs> lo and behold, breaking news, there's, like, bombs flying around in Gaza, blah, 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 all these things in Israel. They shut Israel down, completely shut down, flights, everything. And then I'm looking like, you know what? This is literally Hashem. This is me, like, comprehending the sign. This is Hashem closing that door. Again, I, I, I felt like I was at a, at a door, at two doors, and I have the key to both. But I was like, you know what? I'm really going to go with the yeshiva one. I'm putting the key in, and it's kind of locked. And I'm like, okay. No, I'm going to still try to pick that lock. I'm going to try to get through that. I'm, I'm, I really think, again, I committed to it. I'm going to make it happen. And all of a sudden, lo and behold, Hashem just takes the, that whole entire door away, like Monsters, Inc. You know, he just puts that thing in and just... Psst, Door's gone, broken, gone. And then I, with that knowledge, again, comprehending the sign, the sign is very obvious. If you wanted me to go, there's the perfect opportunity. But no, he closed it and completely destroyed the whole concept of it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take the job. The rabbi and the other party was just like really bummed out that I, that I chose that. Like as if it was like a bad decision. And again, there was some, they didn't know the, the, the full extent. They didn't like, again, when I pray for something, I felt like it would have been like a prayers for like in vain if not taking it when God gives it to me. And I was just like, no, I'm going to seize the opportunity. God shouldn't give it. At the end of the day, I left that job. But Baruch Hashem, while at that job, I actually came up with the concept of Amuna Mondays. And here we are now. So like, again, you have to understand life is throwing it at you. But you, if you genuinely don't understand it, God's with you. God's literally on your side. He's on your team. Just communicate with him. Be like, hey, Hashem, I'm going to be honest. This is a little too much. Colin, I'm out calling in some backup and you'll see how Hashem just clears the way for you he's gonna if you're ever in a crossroads just literally ask God ask God just be like Hashem I, I'm gonna be honest I really don't know they're both really good options blah, blah, blah. I don't know which one to do and you'll see Hashem will close one and and leave the other one and that's a clear sign to just go through it and that's really the understanding of it and I'm just gonna give a quick one because again it's, this one's over 10 minutes so my bad my bad but um with Amuna Mondays this was the same thing like I was Everybody loved the concept of Amuna Mondays. Whenever I pitched it to anybody, I told them about it. They loved it. Absolutely loved it. But the problem was, the thing was, not even a problem. The thing was, nobody actually would put their money where their mouth was. Like, in, in, in comparison to, like, donations. Nobody would donate, really. And it was just, like, eventually, I, I, it was really just getting to me. It was just frustrating. Like, why? Because, like, at the end of the day, donations are needed to grow. Like, in order to grow, I, we need the, the, the financial support. And I was just getting really bummed out because it was a great program. I loved the program and I loved everything about it. But I was just like really frustrated that it was just like there was, wasn't really getting support. Everybody loved the concept, but nobody would actually support it. And whenever I had that, that, that mentality, I would just take a nap. I would just take a nap with it and just be a little bummed out and take a nap. But the thing is, every single time I took a nap and woke up, I would get a random donation of like $300. And it's like, oh, I want to sponsor Amuna Mondays for three for three weeks. I'm like, whoa, that came out of nowhere. Every single time that I ever doubted on just, you know, maybe this isn't worth it. Well, it's not smart. Blah, all these things. I wake up. I get a text message. Oh, this person was wearing the hoodie on Shabbat. Their mom wants to sponsor the entire class every single week. Boom, boom, boom. Just steps after steps. And it's like whenever I uh, any questions about Amuna Mondays, Hashem completely wipes them away like immediately. I go to sleep. I wake up. Boom, it's solved. Even though I didn't vent the problem to anybody but Hashem. 
And it's just amazing to understand like that's clearly a sign that this, I genuinely feel like this is my purpose. Amuna Mondays is my purpose in life. And I went through everything I went through to give my, to, to just enhance the word that I have and speak the way I speak. And yeah, again, this one's going a little too long. I feel bad. I'm sorry, guys, but this one's definitely worth it. I hope you guys stuck it out and I'll see you guys next week.